tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What is this? I don't know. Whatever it is, it sounds lovely. I love it. Welcome to the Hannibal... After Buzz After Show, yeah. we are back. Hello. Hannibal season three. It happened. It finally came. It it's finally like came. Morning. It's here, and we're we're going live here. <laughs> Christmas morning. <laughs> if mom and dad cook some really awful <laughs> stuff for Christmas. Yes, very much so. Uh, we we are live. We are streaming live. Thank you for all of us who are watching live, and all of you guys who are in the chat room right now. Um, on for the East Coast feed, because unfortunately here on the West Coast we haven't aired yet. But you know. No one cares if they're watching, listening to this in a podcast. Welcome to the Hannibal After Buzz After Show. I'm joined Bra- Joe Braswell. I'm joined as always by my man uh, Joe Sanfilippo. Nice to be here with you guys. How are you, Joe? Uh, every day is Christmas, man. Uh, last time I saw you, you were wearing a yellow blouse. <laughs> That's not the last time you saw me. Last time no. we discussed this show, I was wearing a yellow blouse. Yes. Yes. All right. That was, uh, was lovely. I want you to be happy. Okay. You look really I, nice. I, I also I have pretty. You were pretty. A pretty, pretty princess. I also have to his right pretty and princess. to my left the lovely <laughs> Julia Carley. Hello. I'm happy to be back. I'm positively giddy that Hannibal's here. I am positively giddy as well. Positively giddy. Uh, we do That's not have positively giddy face. Have you never seen it? No. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we do not have Nana Velasquez who will not be joining us this season, but he misses you all and says hello to all of uh, all the fanimals out there who who love him as we all do. Uh, we will have Dua Casey, who some of you may know from our Base Motel after show, who will be joining us in this seat for the season uh, to get some more estrogen in the room because you know Final. and some more smart people. We could use yes, more of that. Definitely, she's, she's a sharp lady. That 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 Dua Casey. Dua Casey is great, but we are here. I mean, like we we, we waited so long. Uh, we're, today is the day, June 4th, Hannibal Day. I mean, I'm so excited. It should be a national excited. holiday. It should be a national holiday. June 4th, uh, Hannibal Day. Lots of stuff sort of leading up to this and lots of business to sort of maybe take care of and, and sort of leading up to this. Uh, uh, in, including just like all of the, like the, the real sort of like r- groundswell of anticipation on the internet and beyond for, for the show. I mean, it's, it's really, really, people are really excited about it. And, and right now, as we speak, Hannibal Premiere is trending. Ooh. Trending on Twitter real time. So, uh, congratulations for that. Cause we're excited about that. Um, we had a crazy, crazy episode, a, a wonderful episode, I thought, that I really can't wait to talk about. Um, but before we get to that, I want to um, talk about, you know, w- y- your thoughts on coming into season three. I mean, Joe, we talked about, like, sort of where we left off in season two. We all had a bunch of predictions. Who's going to live? Who's going to die? It appears that mostly everyone is alive. But I mean, I mean, how, what, what are your thoughts for this season before we get into the season? Uh, I do believe last season I anticipated that we would see a lot of uh, of, of European beautifulness. Obviously, that was not a particularly, it wasn't like a groundbreaking uh, prediction, but right. um, 
But uh, and, and they're in Florence, which is a lovely city, and uh, you know, like lo- 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 love the glam shots of El Duomo and the uh, and, and the Florentine shops and all. right. Just uh, I I think this season, I you know, it, it seems to me that they've set they've already set the table really beautifully uh, for for poor Bedelia. There's like this. This uh, uh, oh god, like this battered wife. Well, thing is she doing poor Bedelia? Yes, she's trapped. We'll, we'll, get, she's it. well we'll get into that. In a second. Yeah. We'll get into that. But that anyway, I, I, and, and uh, I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting season, obviously. And it's I love that there there's a confidence right now. It doesn't look like they're they're nervous about anything. So there's the way that they shot this first episode. It, it's complex. It's rich. It's beautiful. It's it's visually arresting. I right. mean, it's uh, and it's very just like me. <laughs> That's what everybody says about Brad. Complex, rich, beautiful, beautiful, visually <laughs> arresting. Um, All right. Go ahead. But I, I thought it was terrific. I thought it was uh, a great episode and a great start. So what, I'm really interested to see how the season shakes out. Uh, well, you mean before you know, how, what, talk about your anticipation of this of the season and sort of what we and, and your impression of what we saw so far. Well, obviously, I couldn't wait for this to begin. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been waited waiting with bated breath since season two ended mm-hmm. with that amazing finale that they had. Mm-hmm. I love that they didn't even really touch. Those people back in back in America, Will Graham and Jack no. and Alana, we we still don't really know, mm-hmm. do we? So I kind of like that that we're really focused just on Hannibal and Bedelia. Um, I miss the gorgeousness of this show. Not, nothing on television is as beautiful as this show is. I'm a firm believer in this. And you know what? It's a good old fashioned mind f. I'm glad that's back. Yeah, I miss that. Yeah, I miss I, I, the twisties and the turnies and poor Bedelia. Poor yes. Bedelia. Who? God, no, more hashtag, more no, no more hashtag poor Will. No, no. No, no hashtag, hashtag poor Bedelia now. I think he's going to torment her all season long as I she think... eats her oysters and her Marsala. Oh. And... All right, well, so let's get into this. So, so we had well, What were a... your impressions, Joe Braswell? Yeah. Oh, well, you, you know, I, I, like everyone, you know, I read a lot. Um, you know, I, I watched all, season two again. I watched the finale again, and it was as, as wonderful as I remembered it. Uh, I, you know... Did a lot of uh, internet reading, read a lot of Brian Fuller interviews and cast, you know, sort of interviews and whatnot. And I don't know, man, I'm, I was really, really excited. And, um, I, you know, Brian didn't mention a lot. What's great about uh, this interview he did in Variety, he talked a lot about how he's not um, opposed to sort of giving spoilers. Because he kind of talked to us a little bit and talked to a lot of people about sort of what the beats are of the season and what, what we are to look forward to. And people were sort of saying, like, man, he he just lets it fly with spoilers. But he said something that was amazing. He said, so, you know, it's really he doesn't look, look at it that way. You can tell someone that you're going to eat an, an apple pie. But, you know, I'm serving apple pie. But you don't know what that apple pie is until you actually dig into it and how delicious it is and what it is and everything else. So uh, the point that I'm making, the long-winded point that I'm making is I kind of knew a lot of the beats that we're going into, but I was very, very excited. Like Brian did say, first episode, we're not going to see Will. We're not going to see anybody. And, you know, and so I'm like, how's that going to work? And it happened, and I loved it. And I don't know. He's kind of the master of anticipation, which is very similar to, I feel like, what you just described, what Hannibal is doing in the flashbacks to Gideon. Yes, exactly. It's well, all about the anticipation. It's all about the buildup. I think, um, well, you know, the, the episode itself was wonderful. I think that uh, this, the, the, just the construction of the episode is written by um, was written by Brian and Steve, um, the you know, the co-creator of Brian and, and his partner uh, Steve. Like, uh, the um, the construction of the episode, I thought, was really 
fantastic. I mean, it really sort of it did a lot in terms of telling us where we are now. It, it sort of setting set, telling us where we are now in the, in the in the present. Maybe setting the stage of where this may go. This is a whole different sort of Hannibal. We're used to seeing the procedural sort of you know Hannibal, the whole cat and mouse game. This is Hannibal basically doing whatever the hell he wants to do. You know, um, pretty much out in the world being you know. Crazy Hannibal. Um, but also, they're able to do a lot with these flashbacks. I love how after every break, they give us these cool flashbacks to let us know, to inform, not only let us know what happened in the past, but inform what's happening now. That is a really interesting, fantastic way to tell the story. Well, you know, it was interesting. They, they, they didn't uh, they didn't dumb it down at all. You could not watch this episode casually. If you were kind of like watching while you were on Facebook or, or, you know, or cruising through your phone, there's no way you would have any idea what is happening because it was not, they didn't, they didn't say, you know, six months ago or three years ago or both. They didn't give you any idea when those flashbacks were happening. They just happened. And if you weren't paying attention, you confused as hell. So I think it's interesting that, that, uh, you know, in, in, cause for a show that has made such good use of Twitter, such good use of social media to, to kind of keep its, to keep its fans, to, to keep everybody interested, to kind of go, you know what? You can't do that shit while you're watching this show. That's just the way it goes, right? You know, we're not going to put a show together that's going to make it easy for you to be to be tweeting and and, and checking Facebook. You better be watching because it's we're not we're not going to dumb it down for you. Right. But the dialogue that they have is so it's just like thick and cerebral and lyrical and just makes you think. So you can't. It, yeah. and it's so yeah. multi layered. Every single line, there's something behind it and something behind that mm-hmm. and probably something behind that. So I, I mean, I love it. But and maybe you have even something to, behind that. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly, but you really have to dial in and focus, and you just get drawn in. Yeah, I, I, I really, I really like what they did here, and I like what they did. So, uh, so let's get into it. So we find Hannibal. One of the first things we see um, is you know Hannibal on the motorcycle. We get to see what I what I call I call them Moto Mads. It's like because you know, he's like it, it's it's kind of like more Mads uh, Mickelson than it was Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. We always see Hannibal in the. And then, you know, triple-breasted, you know, what do you call the quadruple Windsor? Yes. And, the, and then the, the three-piece suit. But we see him here in the cool leather jacket, like, and on the motorcycle, which is kind of like how I picture Matt, how Matt just bumps around in real life. Um, and, you know, which is closer to him. But the idea of him, you know, immediately sets the scene for this guy who's roaming free. And then for me, to see him get off that bike and walk into that party, the way it was shot, the way they executed it with the slow motion with him walking through, he's very much almost like a predator, sort of surveying his prey, walking through, slow motion, he's in all black, uh, he's got a champagne. I thought, like, yes, this is this is mad. That was a very wonderful introduction to Hannibal this season, because it lets us know right away this is kind of a new version of Hannibal. He gets to reinvent himself a little bit. Right. Well, completely, actually. But, um, no, I, I felt the same way. It was Hannibal on the loose, Hannibal free, Hannibal in, in his new country, in his new environment. And I got to say, the ladies must be really happy with this episode. This was Mads porn all over the place. Yes, Mad, Mads was definitely Mads in it up. Holy Will Graham who? <laughs> Who's that guy? I don't know. I know, your boyfriend Will Graham's oh, out already. Oh, well, shower scene. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I really, I really, yeah, that's all it took. That's all it took. <laughs> I'm easy. Poor Hugh Dancy's gone. <laughs> no, Hugh, what? Still I don't love even you. know who he is. Still love you. <laughs> um, but I love, but you know, every, so we got what we get. Um, in this episode, we still get that wonderful dialogue. We don't have that sort of like um, that dialogue between Will and, and and Hannibal in this, but we do have Hannibal having that this this back and forth with uh, one of three different people in this one. I mean, you know, we have uh, uh, we have, of course um, Abel. Well. 
Well, well Abel in, in the, the flashbacks, but I mean the, the people in in France. I mean in in in, in Italy, Italy, in Florence. Um, Doctor Sorianto, mm-hmm. who's that? Let me start. Uh, Professor Sorianto, who's a bit of a you know Italian a hole. Slow down. Take it easy, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and so, but that, that initial co- the initial conversation we had earlier, we talked about. Um, you, there's a lot of puns. Sort of dis- uh, sometimes, what is it? Dissection is the only thing. Occasionally, dissection is the only thing that will do. Yes. Another thing I really, really loved about this episode, and we'll, I'm going to get into a little further, is the humor was 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 all over the place. I mean, it's already it's always been sort of like you know, you know dark humor thread throughout, but there was a lot of and not even grown worthy. Just a lot of really sort of funny puns in this with like you know. Uh, my wife and I would like to have you for dinner. Or, like, I, you know, I bet you found him distasteful. I did not. You know, and uh, sometimes that section is one thing you can do. Like, that, those, all those lines are great. And ha- I think, think Hannibal had, like, at least five of them in this one in this one thing. So oh, At least. At Having least fun. Five. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. What, what did you think of, you guys any thoughts on the, on the introduction of Mads and sort of the first time we see, I'm sorry, Hannibal, the first time we see him in this party? What was kind of going through your heads when he walked in and, we, and you guys saw him? I don't know, Julia. What did you, what did you think? Um, aside from he's hot. Well, aside from that. that um, actually, it honestly creeped me out. Uh, it made me, seeing him sort of slither through this party seamlessly, confidently, sizing up every single person. It, it, it's going to make me, next time I go to a big grand gala, take a look around <laughs> and really see who's coming in the door. Right. But Jeff. it sort of asserted his confidence and that he hasn't lost anything. Flip up? Oh, yeah. yeah I, mean, I think what you said about the Predator is absolutely right. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it's, uh, it, you know, it, and it's, it, it's, it's lovely to see him able to get into any situation and always feel comfortable, always feel confident. I'm the smartest guy in the room. I belong. Uh, because he's got such an intellectual uh, curiosity, so the breadth of his knowledge is always it puts him in such a wonderful position. He does. He really can't be in a spot where he can't have a discussion, right? You know, so he's always comfortable. He's always confident. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's you know, I, 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 it wasn't my favorite motorcycle, but hey, you know, right. who cares? No one cares. Well, th- so we also like the, one of the things that we were left with at, with at the end of season two is that sort of cool cliffhanger of. Of Hannibal and uh, Doctor Bedelia de Maurier. I got I it think right. You said it well, right. hell, that's a God first bless. for you. I don't know how that happened. Wow. I know something took over um, in the plane, sitting together in first class, like on their way, presumably, like, presumably to Europe. Uh, the question we all had was like, "What is she doing there? Are they is, is, is he brainwashed her? Are they in cahoots? Like, what's happening?" And so we, I don't know that we get. The full answer. I don't think we know. I mean, I think I think it may, maybe it's all out there, and maybe for those who know, I don't know. If we have to know the full answer, but it seems to be hinted at that. Uh, I mean, we see her; she seems to be there and, and sort of playing the part of his wife, and seems to be willing. But then we see that scene with her in the bathtub, where she may or may not try to kill herself. I don't know. How did you interpret that, Joe? Uh, well, let me ask you this: uh, Noel, what, what do you think the purpose of the gun shower scene was? I mean, what is the action of the gun shower scene, uh, aside from obviously visual candy for all the ladies? But that the the purpose of that scene is to show that she is absolutely there of her own volition. Right. She chose that. She had the gun. She had him dead to rights. She could have done whatever she wanted, and she chose to put the gun down and participate. 
So, I mean, that's, I mean, to me, that that's the whole action of that scene is to say, hey, you know what? This, this is a choice she made. She's not there because he's got her. She's yes. there because she wants to be there. Yes, but it's similar to Will Graham in season two, where he had uh, opportunity after tu- oppor- I can't speak opportunity after opportunity to kill Hannibal, but he didn't do it. And we always wondered, we always discussed, was it out of curiosity, or right. which I think a lot of it has to do for her, but also because he's in her head just the way he was in Will's head. Sure. Well, whichever, whatever the reason is, I mean, I think that's what what makes the season interesting. That's what'll make the that's what make the, the storyline unfold in a fascinating but way. But I think there's more. I think there's way more going on than just. Uh, I mean, like uh, for instance, the, the before the gun shower, there's a, there's a another flashback that sort of hints at which which they hinted at in season two. I forget what episode they hinted at. Uh, Doctor DeMornay may or may not have done. You know, have definitely killed someone. Then Hannibal has maybe helped her cover this up. They kind of hinted well, at this Hannibal whole thing. Hannibal sent him after her, right? He was Hannibal's, Hannibal's patient. patient. He referred him to Bedelia, and then I'm I'm assuming under right under the hypnosis that is Hannibal. Right, he attacked her, forced her to kill him, which kind of puts her under his thumb because he helps her get out of it. Right. Huh. You know, long um, con. It's a long con, man. Well, it's, well, it's a long con. Well, well, no, well, here's the thing, right? So we eat milk-fed veal because we like the taste, right? right? I say we. It's a, it's a person thing. It's not necessarily okay. my thing, but but that's something we enjoy. And to do that, we keep calves in very very small quarters and we feed them milk, and then we eventually kill them before they hit before they they get big enough to to become a real cow. And then we and we we sell that, and, it's, and there's a premium on it because we like the taste. And so we figure out how to do that. So Hannibal. I think this whole episode, right? We we see him feeding Abel what we want, what he wants Abel to eat, so that he likes the taste of Abel later on. We see that he's feeding uh, Bedelia the uh, the the uh, the oysters and uh, the marsala and the I don't remember what the third item was that uh, and oh that's what the Romans fed the uh, fed uh, fed the cattle to make them taste better. And so I think what we're seeing over over this whole this whole thing is obviously. It's not simple. It's not simply that that Hannibal eats the rude. It's that Hannibal is also a farmer. He's not just a predator. He's a farmer. He's raising these this food to eat to taste the way he wants it to taste. So he's got uh, he's got Bedelia. He's playing a long game with her. So if he set up that that uh, that 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 patient to go and and to to present him to to create that situation right where he's bailing her out. So if he preloaded that patient for that. Then maybe he's been playing this game this whole time because eventually he's going to, uh, you know, he's a farmer. Eventually he's going to slaughter his his uh, his cow or his pig or whatever whatever analogy you want, and he's going to enjoy the taste. And he's spending all this time feeding her exactly what he wants to feed her, so mm. that he gets to enjoy it all at the end. That makes sense to me. Indeed, that does make sense. I do, I do I do say that. What, what where I'm confused and where I want to confused, but where I'm bothered by that whole thing is the fact that. I'm still not so sure that. I mean, what was Bedelia's arm doing down? I don't not know. Not sure. That was. Okay, so this wasn't like. I mean, this wasn't like Mads. I mean, I keep saying Mads. I'm sorry. It wasn't like Hannibal sent, uh, you know, his patient there to do a bunch of stuff, and then she just defended herself. It was very clear that you know she. You know, this wasn't like she. There was there was something sinister going on there. Mm-hmm. There's something that she wanted to do, and they and it's sort of like they they, they kind of alluded to that in the conversation and please forgive us I mean, this is we actually just watched the the episode live, yeah. like live about i don't know obviously with with you on the east coast so 
our notes are not quite fully formed. We're still trying to figure this out. As you know, we don't have the luxury of sort of going back and and what like we usually do and taking some time and really you know like getting everything right. But I I think in that moment, like there was an exchange that sort of said there was no real defensive wounds and like he came to get her, but she did some stuff to him. Right? Like, am I wrong about this? No, I don't. How did you? you did you what, your, your interpretation of what happened there? Well, it wasn't her blood, right? We said that, but but whatever whatever went on, I think it's it, the it, hand down the throat. What was that? What was well, that I bit? think at this point it's intentionally vague, so I, I would imagine that we'll, we'll we'll get to revisit that at some point in later okay. episodes, and we'll have that explained. So I mean, conjecture right. at this point is kind of okay. kind of interesting. I, so I guess, but the point that I'm making to your point is, I think that like I think Bedelia is complicit in in more ways than just sort of being manipulated. Absolutely, I, and I think that like she's complicit in the way in, in that she. Um, has some kookiness of her own going on. She's and she's definitely super curious uh, in, in in about Hannibal, and it seems to be she, she seems to be there on a pretense of wanting to observe him, observe right, and and that's kind of the whole thing. Well, I'm it, it's a, there's sort of a professional curiosity there. Maybe there's there's obviously a, some sort of sexual attraction going on there, and there's obviously. Uh, some sort of like sinister, you know, maybe mentor thing. Like, cause she's got some of that. Like killer stuff going on. Well, what, what he, I think what he said to Abel informs the whole thing, right? Because because Abel's talking about cannibalism, and he's talking about that's a natural state of human, of man. It goes back to blah blah blah. And he said, uh, you're, "You're assuming that we're equals. This is not cannibalism. We are not equals." Right. And, that's great. Great. And line. so mm-hmm. and and but keep in mind, he's keeping Abel alive. He's having dinner with him every night. He's feeding him himself. He's feeding him the snails, which are derivative because the the snails have been fed on Abel's arm that was marinated in a red wine sauce. I mean, this is this is so. This is such farmer stuff. This is not just predatory. This is farmer. This is I'm growing it and I'm chopping it down. Right. And so, what's interesting to me is that he doesn't just want to eat Abel. He what what is part of the fun for him, obviously, is he's eating and he's enjoying the fact that Abel's eating himself and knows eventually he's going to die, which is better than the snails who don't know they're going to die. Right. Sure. They have no idea. So the same thing. I mean, obviously, we want to take that to the next level with Bedelia, right? If, if he is, if he's playing that game with her, it's going to be longer. It's going to be more sinister, and it's going to be more complex because that's a better palette for him. That's a more complex palette, right? Uh, go ahead, go, ahead, Julia. Well, she knows all these things, and she still doesn't leave. Yeah, well, this, this, this Ultimate is... Ultimate not snail, huh? We're, we're, we're spending a lot of time on this, but, it, but I, I, this is That's worth unpacking. It, I think. Well, well yes. it's, it's worth unpacking because I think that... Because it's really important to figure out why Bedelia is there. That, that, that was our question. That was our big gasping cliffhanger moment of last season. We saw her on the plane. Like It was like, oh, she's there too. So what does this mean? So now, what does this mean? I mean, it's either A, um, she's completely you know in, in league with Hannibal. B, she's there sort of like... Partially against her will, but you know, but but not if she's there trying to do some some sort of sting or something. I don't know what she's doing, or um, I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, there was a moment when she was on that that I guess subway or train station when she looked straight into the now, camera re- she and I'm wondering she didn't go anywhere, but she definitely made her face known. If she people went there are looking video, for yeah. them, right? Then. She, it's known that she's alive and where she is. Yeah, I think she's chickening out. I think is. I think she's kind of. I think the meal with the. Uh, like she went and she's like, okay, I'm, I'm down for this. Thought she could do it. But did she go because Maybe. she's afraid of Hannibal and she thinks that like Hannibal has the goods on her, so she has to go with him because she's afraid of him. I mean, obviously that's, you, that's what that scene in the, with the gun was. 
Well, do you think it's possible that that she kind of got lured into thinking that she has that uh, that that she that uh, that she's in control when she's not? Obviously, she's not. Do you right. think that that maybe he lured her into thinking like, no, you're you're my equal. We're not. You know, you're in, you're in, you're a partner in this. You're in control. You've got some control in this. And then as as they're in Florence for a little bit longer, she realizes like, I am absolutely not in control. That that's what it seems like. And and she's chickening out. And hence, she wants to call on reinforcements. When we first see her, like she's taking that bath. I mean, we see her in a moment with with, with in a kind of very hot scene with. Her very sexy back. Um, she's bringing sexy. Six. All right, back. All right, baby got. All right. Anyway, you ready to break it down? I don't know. I just, baby got back. Oh, no, she, she's bringing don't, sexy don't, back. Don't that was sad. Uh, that was broke. Oh, no, no, what no. happened there? Stop. No, people are watching. Uh, Lots yeah, not of anymore. People. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> No, but there was that she had that you know moment with the, with the dress and the thing, and it was, it was Hannibal sort of like undoing her dress, and then she you know uh, is very much sort of a willing participant, and Hannibal's checking around. Then she gets in the bathtub, and then she tries to drown herself, right? Because she well, she did say right before her bath that she felt she was in conscious control of her actions, so that equaled a good mm-hmm. day. So okay. you think that was her trying to take control, and she just couldn't do it? Maybe. Well, and, and not only that, she she kind of laid it down, right? She unzipped the thing, and she looked over her shoulder at him, and he kind of smirked in the corner, and he walked away. Right. And so, all right, well, do you, okay, so not that's not okay. Then I'll go take a bath by myself. So whatever well, who's walking away from that. By the uh, way. Well, apparently Mads was. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. but it was you know, whatever little Julian bit of Anderson. control that she thought she had. I think he was kind of like letting her know step by step. You, you don't actually have any. Yeah. And then the uh, the oysters. God, the oysters. Okay, so 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 we got so we got oh, past that. I, I just want to get into all these all these Bedelia things. So we got past the um, the the bathtub thing, mm-hmm. and then we next see her. Uh, was it the, was it the the, the, going to the store? No, we have, we next see her with having dinner with the guy whose name I cannot remember. Mr. Dimond, did he say? I can't, I don't. I'm not quite sure. I'm so sorry, Joe. I, I'm going to go with Dimond because that's what I have. The TA who got his head bashed in, right? Who came yeah. in? Who I thought was really <laughs> my favorite line. Is this that kind of party? Oh yeah, so like, that, yeah. That was a, that was a great. <laughs> That was a great dinner. And he's like, you know, and what he said, shame, but you guys, because you guys yeah, were just getting interesting. Yeah. yeah. Infinitely more, infinitely yes. more interesting. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, she seemed to be playing the role. And though in that moment, um, when she's asking, let's see, she's, she's went to go shopping for, for the dinner, right? She went to go prepare for, for the dinner itself. Um, we get from the flashback with Gideon, um, that we have the reference of, you know, uh, it, we, Hannibal was feeding Gideon the almonds and figs and and the uh, acorns. The, the, sorry, the acorns and the what else, Joe? Time. Yeah, yeah. No, the stuff that Gideon was feeding oysters, oh. Oh, 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 acorns, and something else to help him taste better. And Gideon asked Hannibal, like, "Oh, well, why are you, you know, why are you feeding us all this stuff? Why are you feeding me all this stuff? Is it is to make me taste better?" To myself and to you, and that was that. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that's exactly what was on the menu for Doctor for the TA guy who we can't remember his name. Yes, oh. did you catch that? I don't think I did. Okay, so at the dinner, gotcha. <laughs> at please the, inform me. Okay, so at the dinner, uh, Hannibal had was serving acorns and oysters and all the stuff that would make him taste delicious if you were to eat him. He even made reference to it. He says, hmm, this is funny. This is what ancient Romans used to f- serve people when they mm. made them what, what, what to serve, um, not people, but uh, 
cattle, yeah, cattle or deer, I think it was, to make to you know to make them taste good. So at that moment, we all thought, okay, well, great, this guy's going to get eaten because Hannibal's feeding them the eaten food. Why I'm bringing all this up is Doctor Doctor <laughs> Doctor Bedelia at the table was visibly like disgusted to be there. Like, she was visibly, like, eating the oysters, shaking, not having a good time. And I could not read that at all. Can you can you, can you tell me what's going on with her at dinner? I thought she was eating something different. I thought she was the one eating the oysters because she made the point that she makes... She said she makes it a point not to eat anything with a with a central nervous system. Right, but the point, I, the like point that, I'm making right? is if, if she's complicit, if she's on board with the whole Hannibal get-down, why is she shaking at dinner? Why is she, like... So upset. What's happening? Well, her, she, what's happening with her at dinner? Well, I'm going to assume. I, I I would imagine that she thought he was going to kill uh, a dude right there, and he yes. let him go. Again, another reminder to her: you are not in control, and you do not know what's going on. Right. You think you do, but you don't. And and that that probably hit her a little bit at some point. You're the one eating the oysters. You're the one mm-hmm. eating the fattening up. You're the one eating the taste good juice. Oh. You, you know what I mean? So that's that's got to be dropping in at some point. And 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 you know the thought. Okay, well I'm I'm here having dinner. That's a dinner. great point. That Jada. felt like a realization moment. Well, that because that's a great point. That's something because I realized that she's having the same thing. Yeah. So maybe she's like, Am I going to eat? Or he's fattening me well, up that's too. What he, that's the game. Like he's, he's making playing, me right? taste good too. Yeah, that's the game he's playing oh. with her. And I think she's. And again, that's the that's what he did with with uh, Abel Gideon. That's the whole that's the corollary, right? Because the snails don't know they're going to be eaten, mm-hmm. and it's more fun if you do know I'm going to eat you eventually. Right. And that's the game he's playing with her. He's playing mm-hmm. a longer, more exactly. complicated game because. That's what suits his creepy freak palette. That makes a hell of a lot more sense. I think that makes so much sense to me now. Okay, now I understand. Okay, oh, so I got that part. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Julia. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so write this stuff down for him, you know. On, so man. then, okay, so then, uh, when after the dinner, when my man shows up at the lecture. Like, did she invite him to the lecture? No, he, he invited, no, he invited him, him to the oh, lecture. Oh, that's right. Okay. But I thought a really interesting moment was when uh, when dude left, and she says to him, because she was expecting he was going to kill him, and she said, you let him go, and he turns and goes, what would you have me do, Bedelia? So he's inserting her into his murderous plots and building this this, this identity together. All for fun. So she's all, she has to be all in in order to protect herself as well. Now, and then the question, right, when it comes time to actually kill him, are you participating or are you observing? If you're observing, you're observing is participating. Like, he's just playing it all out. Right. And, and uh, I, yeah, that's the ultimate mind F. And you thought you were in control for even a minute. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? And, it, it's, and I love the flashbacks, too. If you're sitting there with, with, with Jack, you, you, if you think you're about to catch animals because he wants you to think that. Right. So she's able to recognize that for other people, but I think that he kind of flattered her enough into thinking, and maybe that gun scene was a big part of it, that that she actually had some control, and she absolutely does not. And I think that that's this whole episode, part of her arc is just realizing that she does not have any control, yeah. and she's absolutely not in charge of anything. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm still... I uh, think. Okay, no, I, I get all of that. I guess I'm, just, what I'm, the, the, I'm trying to draw the straight line from I'm Bedelia, Hannibal's my patient, um... You know, uh, he's a bad guy. I'm telling Jack this in the FBI. Like, I'm helping catch Hannibal to, I'm getting on a plane, I'm going with Hannibal to, I did this because Hannibal, uh, helped me cover up this murder that I did, that I did some creepy stuff with by shoving my hand down his throat and some other stuff, whatever I did there. <laughs> whatever you did there. Then I came here. I'm kind of playing the game with Hannibal because I'm here to sort of observe him. I'm kind of interested, but I'm also terrified that he may get me. Uh, so like, I just, I'm still trying to just figure this whole, I feel like she's sort of, 
like wants to be there but doesn't want to be there and is terrified at the same time. Is that what's ha- that that's that's what's happening? I think so. She's a willful she's a willful willful participant and not no longer an observer. Can, is it fair to say that she was there initially just sort of like out of out of curiosity for Hannibal what he's doing? Because she knows he's a killer. So she, is she there to observe him out of out of like sort of professional curiosity, and then turn yeah. to something else, or does she go to Bl- Bonnie and Clyde with him all over to, to natural you know, Mickey, what's it, Mickey and Mallory all over Mickey Mallory. Mallory. <laughs> all over Europe? Is that is that her plan? Like, what is she doing? I, I think that that uh, I, I I would be curious to find out if she actually understands her motivation. I you know because I think that that is something sometimes that's lost on on, on television characters. There are times when you don't know why you're doing it in real life. There are definitely times. When you and I think all three of us here have definitely been in spots where like I don't even know why I'm here, but I'm still here, and I think that that's I think that that's an interesting thing that TV doesn't do much to explore because it's it's complicated and it gets weird. Okay. But I think that that may be something of what's going on. I mean, Fair he enough. played her out for so long as she's the pa- she's the doctor, he's the patient, right? So you got to think about all those hours that she thinks that she's acting as a therapist and he's acting as a patient, when in reality he's acting as a farmer and a hunter, and she's acting as cat. Right. And she thinks she's playing this game, but he's playing this game. And so the question is, at some point, it, it, at this point, is she starting to realize that she's been manipulated this whole time, that she's been she's been played this whole time? They're not equals. They were never going to be equals. And 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 maybe that flashback is the only opportunity that she had really to get out of it. You know, when she had the gun on him, that was the only the only moment of illusion of control that she ever had, and that's gone now. Well, early on, there seemed to be some like they had that interesting conversation early on where she's like. Sort of like, you're not gonna, what, what are you doing? Like, you know, what, what are you doing here? That, that, the exchange that we talked about where you said it's really getting deep, Fuller's getting deep. Right, but their initial no concerns. Yeah, so like, unpack that oh, yeah. initial conversation because, uh, you know, Hannibal's, Hannibal's vibe there was like, and, basically and it's maybe, like, it was like, hold on. It was it basically she was saying like, "Hey man, what, what's your plan here in Europe? What are we doing here? Like, are you gonna kill some people? What are you doing?" And he's like, "I have, I've hardly killed anybody." So you killed what's his name? Well, yeah, but I helped. He's an old man. I helped yeah, him along. Helped him along and it was, like, what it do you want, to, what do you want from it me? It wasn't fun. It wasn't for sport. I did it right. to facilitate this position that we needed me to get. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that it's possible that that is the bait that she's been that she's been chasing with him this whole time? This ethical versus aesthetic. This idea of is ethics a real thing? Is is this whole thing? Has this been the bait that he's been dangling for her? Has this been the lure that that you can have a real discussion with a psychopath? Over months, the question ethics versus no ethics, morality versus morale, whether or not any of this is a real thing, whether or not yeah, the mor- construct, morality doesn't exist, only, only morale. morale, right? How do I feel right now? Right. And, and, and I mean, is this maybe, has this been what he's dangled in front of her? Has this been the game that, she, has this been the flashy little thing that she's chased? Well, this, this is my point. I think that to a certain degree, she's there, like on a professional curiosity to really observe him, just at, at, just very much as Will was. Will had that sort of mixture of, like, I want to get inside this guy's head as a profiler, yet I'm, you know, this guy's a great guy, he's my buddy, maybe I'm falling in love with him. I mean, whatever's going on with Will, and there was that, and Hannibal has that sort of seductive nature to him. I believe that there's a very similar relationship going on with, with Dr. with uh, Dr. D. Morier, uh with Bedelia, in that I think she was there, like, she's asking him all these questions, and they're like heavy questions. I mean, what what, what are some of the, what, what, what was the, some of the things, Julia, beside the morality versus... Oh, uh, um, she said you're more concerned about making appearances than keeping them. Right. Ethics, and then he retorted with ethics become aesthetics. Right. That was a big one for me. And morality yes. doesn't exist, only morale. Right. Do, do, you, do you suppose that maybe... Now, I, I, can, I can remember 
and I'm, you know, the, the college was a long time ago, but I can remember staying up till four and five in the morning, having political discussions with with guys whose politics I hated, but because they were informed enough and interesting enough, the conversations I remember them to this day because they were fun. They were I, you were intellectually engaged. So, do you think maybe that that's the that's the the bait that he's dangled in front of her? The intellectual debate of ethics with someone as intelligent and as absolutely amoral as as Hannibal is just too delicious, too tasty a treat for her to pass up. And yeah. maybe that's been what he, she's been chasing. Maybe she's just so intellectually curious. And 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 remember, can you imagine how boring it must be to be a therapist over time? Hear the same crap over and over again. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to bang my wife anymore. You know, you're so cynical. Well, I mean, but wouldn't you think that would get boring hour after hour, day after sure, day? And maybe. here is the most interesting, fascinating mind well, yeah. with a complete lack of any actual moral comp- compass. And if you remove all of the the normal social mores from uh, from 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 the conversation, and you can have a purely uh, intellectual discussion about whether or not ethics and morality is a real thing, and what stops you from killing, not killing, eating, not eating, I, I, maybe that's what he dangled in front of her. Maybe that's why she's flown with him to Europe and. You know, maybe that's well, been when the... we look at them in Paris, she seems to have a complete different demeanor than she does deep into Florence. She seemed to be having a grand old time dancing yeah. the night away, waltzing, champagne, sort of helping him out, taking Dr. Salient or whatever his name was out yeah. of the mix. Um, so maybe it was enticing, yes, at first, but uh, now that they're deep in it and everything is compromised, that it's it's. It's. I mean, the reality of her own mortality yeah. is setting in. Yeah, you know, discussion with the devil's fun. And how he's, deep she's gotten yeah. in. I think Ta- it sort of took her by surprise. Little, little talking with with the devil's fun and interesting when he's playing the fiddle and it's all fun. But then when when it comes time for to, to pay for the conversation, mm-hmm. it's not nearly as much fun. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, I want to. Okay, I want to. Um, aside from that, I want to just dip over to just the, the other Hannibal's doings in there. I mean, his his whole assumption that he's assumed this identity of. Um, Professor Fell. 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 Um, he had that wonderful confrontation with uh, Dr. Solian Sol- Solianto. Solian? Solian? Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Soylent? Soylent Green? Dude. Um, Greasy professor, dude. Yeah, he had that wonderful confrontation with uh, Dr. Uh, Sorianto, mm-hmm. who was, you know, like this real, you know, smug guy. Like, I think not. I think not. And then Hannibal turns around and does, of course, the, the, the perfect uh, sort of uh, medieval Italian, like you know, we, we assume, monologue. We, we assume he like we turns no around idea. and goes, "Actually, I'm going to go ahead and assume that it was perfect." Let, let's you know, because they, didn't, didn't they applaud? They okay, they all applauded. Okay, and then uh, and then he call, gets in his face again. He's like, "Well, let's see you do a lecture extemporaneously, extemporaneous. uh, you know, in front of the blah blah blah." And so he does. He goes and he does that. He sings for a supper. He sings for a supper. Another pun. Another mm-hmm. great pun. So funny. Uh, and so, yeah, he did that. Um, it is extemper from my mother's wit. It was, all that was, was to me, was Hannibal at his, at, I loved all of that stuff. I love seeing all that stuff. And, um, and finally, we, we did get to see our kill because there was, there was very little blood, very little gore, very little, like, nothing really happened in terms of the usual, uh, you know, Hannibal gross outs that we're used I don't to know, seeing. I saw an arm down someone's throat. That's mm. kind of gross. Well, yeah, yeah we saw and we saw snails, you know, oh, yeah, we saw and hand dangling. And but but the, the last thing we got to see Hannibal do his, his, his Hannibal thing, which is a bash, which is a great sort of frame shot, great set piece of a guy, like, crawling out <laughs> with a oh, trail yes. of blood, like, in the background as he's having this conversation about, like, participation versus observation. 
observation in the background. My man's just crawling, crawling, crawling. He turns around and says, okay, snap, snap. the upward snap. Backwards. Upward snap. Is that a thing? Uh, I've never even seen that. That's a good. Like, that's a, that's a, I guess that's, that's something you can only pull off if you're, you know, you, you got to be a big, strong, you know, yeah. big, strong guy to pull that off. Yeah, that was yes. popping the head. Oh, all right, all right. So anyway, so that, that, <laughs> oh, that was I that. I will say, I did I did read a review, uh, Alan Sepinwall, uh, <laughs> Hiflix, Alan Sepinwall wrote a review, and he said something to the effect of he's seen episode two. He said, season two has probably the, the most spectacular, gross thing that we've seen in all three seasons. He said he didn't know whether to like to laugh or applaud or to throw up or whatever or what. But so I'm very excited. So season I, three. No. Episode two of season three. Oh, okay. So my point oh, is yay. nothing happened yet, but get ready for tomorrow. Get ready for next I, week. I gotta tell you, yeah. I'd forgotten. I had forgotten how Absolutely grotesque. This show is nothing happened, buddy. No, it did. We watched. We watched him eat a liver. No, we watched him grow no, snails we watched on him, arm. No, no, we watched him cook a liver. This shows. Uh, this is you know. This, I get the thing. The, the aesthetics they set up. That I that's know that. what I was going to say. They, they. It's so beautifully shot. It's so gorgeous. It's so absolutely rich and visually stimulating that when the gore is slipped in, it works. If it wasn't shot so beautifully, I don't think some of these gore shots would. But work. but but more specifically, I mean, you're absolutely right. More specifically, in this episode, there's very. My point is, there's very little gore, and you're already like cringing, like a liver in a pan. You're like, oh, the show, it's so crazy. There's <laughs> liver in the pan. But like, so my, but no, my, but my point, <laughs> my point is, is that the show does an ep, an absolutely superb job of. Well, especially in this episode, I can't remember my man Vince. I can't remember who, who directed Vincent. Is it Vincent Vincendo? Uh, the, the use of close-ups, mm. of extreme close-ups, yep. and the use of extreme slow motion, whether yep. it's drops of blood or drops of water, or the pan sizzling, extreme close-ups, and extreme slow motion are amazingly visually stimulating. And, and what it does, because we know the language that sort of Brian Fuller and David Slade set up early on, we know the language of Hannibal. When we see these things in absolute slow motion and absolute close-ups, we just start grossing out. And I'm like, hey, man, it's just a liver in a pan. Relax. He's just chopping some 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 parsley. Slow down. But you know, no, nothing's happened. When the gross stuff happens next week, You'll see. <laughs> then you can have to gross out. It's dude liver. It's not. It's not right. Know. Well, you know, we, we, the assumption is that it's dude liver. Is my point. I, I think but it's what fair you're watching say. is liver. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I, I think they do. But it, just visually, rare. he cut it rare too. Yeah. It was a rare liver. The, the show. Oh, yes, it was. The show is continued in, in, in its visual. I think it's just visually absolutely stunning. I, I feel like literally, like set piece after set piece. I know. Shot after shot. Beautiful. Like, everything is like it's beautifully, beautifully done. Um, like I said, that last set piece from crawling out, the giant, uh, these giant halls, and then, and, you know, obviously Florence is fantastic, but just these interiors, uh, the close ups, they did a lot of the surreal stuff. I thought the use of flashbacks, we talked about that, whether it's in color or whatever, or in black and white. I thought it was just, it just really sort of a nice, um, you know, antipaste. <laughs> if you will, I don't it's know. A nice warm up, kid. No, but it's a very <laughs> nice sort of like it gets us right back, it gets yep. me right back into Hannibal oh, mode. Yes. And it wasn't like a bunch of hack, 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 stab, nope. stab, stab. But it was just sort of like get us right back into the tone and where we where we needed to be. And I'm very, very excited. About and I've that. missed that feeling. I missed it for yeah. many, many months. Um, we because we are live. Well, 
have to get out. Well, we, we haven't talked about the lecture. Should we briefly discuss the lecture no, please, and the Judas? Go. Because this was, this was Oh, Hannibal. and the shot. The wonderful shot oh, of the, the Lucifer and the devil yes. wings. Oh, go. that was so okay, cool. Oh, that was gorgeous. This this is, 90, 30 seconds. Go. This is my favorite thing in the show. This is, to me, Hannibal at his finest. He's giving a lecture in front of hundreds of people, and he's managing to, to make sure that Bedelia knows that I know that you went to the train station, put your mug in front of that, in front of that camera, and sat there to be seen. She's talking about Judas, and he's talking about the seventh level, and Dante's seventh level is is reserved for traitors and betrayer because that was, as far as the Florentines were concerned, one of the worst things you could do was to be a traitor, to be a betrayer. He brings up Pietro de la Vena and he brings up Judas. Judas hung himself, obviously, right after he takes his 30 pieces, 20, 30 pieces of silver? I oh, don't know. I don't remember how many pieces of silver. I think it's 30. He, he hangs himself in shame, right? That's And, and that, that's the, the traitor's death. And so, uh, that, that when he brings all that up and then he puts his hand right on her shoulder and then he's able to continue this lecture, totally pull it off, she runs out and then he's glad handing and it's like my god to be able to handle that many things at once the smartest guy in the room and that was I think Hannibal at his finest I enjoyed that very much very good and well, the, yeah. said. well said well said that was that was proud of the money uh, let's get let's do some predictions and get out of here and we'll, we'll make this official and now you're after Buzz TV predictions Julia Carley just so involved, I didn't really think ahead. I, I obviously think that the uh, her mug on the subway camera is going to tip off the FBI. We're going to see uh, who lived, who died, um, and sort of find out the fate of our, our boy Will and yeah. and Alana. Um, and I think Bedelia has dinner. I do. I think she's no, going to join the dark side a little bit. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, I think she's chickening out. Right now, she's calling in the cavalry, but I think that she's her hand is too close to the yeah. flame. I think she's gonna. I think she's. Is gonna, this your prediction, Joe? This is my prediction. I think she's gonna bring them in with her with her face at the at the train station, and they're gonna be dumb enough to go okay, and then she's going to absolutely flip on them again. I think I think we're all in the same boat here. I think that Bedelia is like closer to Hannibal than she is to uh, Jack in terms of like you know how you know where she is in the spectrum of good and bad. I think that she is a well now she's. Not only complicit, she's a part of this whole thing. I think she kind of likes it too. I think she likes it too. When he, he's well, she said it at the end. So I think that yeah, I think that we saw Hannibal sort of fold that little cool Michelangelo note, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming that's Into going to heart. Will. I assume that's Into going heart. to Will Graham in, in some capacity. So we'll see how that happens. I can't wait to see Will and the gang though. I really can't I wait to see them. Um, and that's it. Um, we will do shoutouts next week. Uh, my my internet went down, so I couldn't even reference any of my crappy notes in the first damn place. But um, thank you guys for watching us live. Thank you for listening to us right now on iTunes and YouTube. Uh, we will do this 12 more times at least. Uh, this this year uh, for the next twelve weeks. Uh, do a Casey will be on this next week. Uh, Joe Flippo, where can the kids find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo J O E F L I P O. Julia, uh, Twitter and Instagram with my name Julia Carley J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. Y'all at Joe K. Braswell at Joe K. Braswell. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.